This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. the final cast i'm your host brad i'm matt remember this matt yes oh my god beast remove that's what you called it yep beast remove man that's before that's the like dab was even cool. lord god i'm sorry we're, we're old man we're old yeah <laughs> that was fun anyway you, you were dancing in the pre-game room and i was that reminded me of that so i had to say something real quick but anyway welcome to the show guys <laughs> how you doing buddy good doing good you yeah you went out you went out last weekend right i did yeah i forgot about that it seems like forever since then yeah i know I'm about to say i went out on uh i think i went out on sunday did i go on sunday no i didn't no, you didn't feel good. I didn't go. No, I, yeah, I did not feel. It was the week before, so I haven't been out in two weeks. Um, yeah. But how'd you do? I, I caught a limit, and it was like lower 80 inches, like probably 81, 82, somewhere around there. So it was a good day. And I caught, I caught everything all on a Dark Horse Tackle item. So that was cool. Yep, I'm about to say I saw that it was on the uh, uh, the swim bait. Um, bit of ticket swimmer? It wasn't in this box. It was in the uh, expo box we got. Yeah, it's in my red box, which it's in here somewhere. I've added that, more crap. To my it was a bitter so. swim bait. I just I don't remember. If it's called the naked or. I, don't know. I should have it right here. Yep. You need to throw that swim bait. That swim bait is freaking sweet. The naked swimmer from bitters. Yeah. Yeah, that swim bait is sweet. I love it. <clears throat> You that's awesome man um they didn't one of us got out. yeah i must say when when we went two weeks ago because you went to the same place we went two yep. weeks ago right yeah um i'll say i i caught them on a, a swim jet or no a rattle trap that's and i caught one uh they just they weren't hitting and that typically is a moving body of water to where you can throw chatter baits they usually only eat jackhammers that's it yeah so 
It's weird. Granted, like 70% of the population is getting taken out every Saturday and Sunday to get eaten from people at home. So, <laughs> yeah, but that sucks, yeah. but it's cool catching it any interest still there though. Oh, you ain't wrong. Yeah. It's definitely still, it'll still, it'll still uh, produce for sure. Um, and I was catching on, I was catching fish on the other side of the lake too, the shallow side. They were sunbathing over there. Oh, over where it's typically like all weeds and crap. Yep. It's like we're one foot like... deep right now. I saw tons of fish just chilling. I would pitch over to them. Boom. Caught two doing that. Yeah, they're probably over there to escape the people that are just destroying where they normally sit at and all that timber. Yeah. So, yep. I mean, good for them. Good for those fish. I'm happy <laughs> for them. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I, I, I'm getting pumped for the season. Dale Hollow, it's only like a month away now, which yep. is fantastic. I'm going to say uh, uh, three days for, or no, four days from now in a month, me, Brad, and probably cam daniels who's been on the show before will be all piling my truck with my trailer behind us driving down to dale hollow tennessee hoping we don't die back so, to the pile yep yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know you know what else is awesome there's i bet you haven't really thought about it we get to go to the best tackle shop on the east coast again oh i forgot about that i know i'm so excited <laughs> oh, i need I'm to so save pumped. some money so i can actually That's, buy something dude, I told Stacy I literally been taking money out and putting it in an envelope. She's like, "What's all this for?" I was like, "It's literally for a tackle shop on the way to Dale Hollow. <laughs> like, it's not for anything there. It's on the way there." Oh, so Lake uh, Lake Cumberland uh, Pro Bass is that what it's called? I believe so. And if I can't remember what it is, it's not a big deal because I'll just go to our show right after it last year, and we I talked about it for like twenty minutes. Yeah, so. yeah, that tackle shop's awesome. They had rock crawlers there. I should have bought some when I was there last year. Which was crazy. Cabela now has rock crawlers. Vance Outdoors oh. has rock crawlers. Everyone has them. In Cabela's, you wouldn't know where to look at them because typically you think they'd be with the uh, other crankbaits and stuff. They're on that first. So here's all the plastics and then your terminal tackle and then yep. all the Bass Pro Shop stupid uh, copycat stuff. Yep. They're at the very end of that aisle. Just a whole oh. four-foot section of rock crawlers. So they're all right have there. have to look. Because I bought... I've bought four the last two times I've gone in there. So, um, nice. but yeah. So before we get started on the show, just want to say thank you to our sponsors, Dark Horse Tackle, which we will be talking about their new box for this month. We'll be doing unboxing for those. March um, box. Some of the best, best baits you've never heard of. And we can both attest to that. Um, and Nico uh, soft plastic baits, the next generation of soft baits, the best super plastic elastic baits you could ever buy um fantastic definitely go give them a shot or go give them a look at both their uh, respective websites so brad let's get started on the march dark horse tackle box heck yeah so i, I there's a couple things i don't have in my box that you have so why because you've already tied them on i tied one on uh what else am i missing I, i'll start out with this one because it's already rigged up it's two different things so you got the motion okay. Motion fishing seeker, uh, naked, uh, I forget what they call it, bladed jig. Yep. And so I, I took the uh, Lake Fork Trophy Lures Live Magic Shad, and I put it on there. So you can see it right there. Oh, I so threw you that. a different color than I did. Yep. Oh, the, uh, the Ooh, bladed jig. Are, no, the bladed jig are both white. At least mine's white. Mine's white with a chartreuse blade. Mine is just white with a steel or like a silver blade. And then my, these are my lake forks. Ooh, those look nice. Yeah, they're so it's like a bluegill or like a, yeah. a bluegill top and then an orange bottom. Yeah, so I put those live magic shads on the uh, motion fishing. Uh, I don't know what to call it. Bladed jig, whatever. Yeah, it's it, called, that's what it is. It's seeker. It's called the blade. seeker. The Seeker, the motion yeah, fishing man. bladed rig, also known as the Seeker. This thing freaking thumps, dude. Like immediately. I was surprised. Yep. But I'll say I was I threw it uh I threw it on and I've got a pond behind my workplace and I just threw it on. I was like, oh, I'll put it back there and see, you know, how how it does. Thinking not I'll be honest, like I've heard a lot of people talk about it, but when it comes to stuff like that, I never really have a uh 
what's the word super high hopes because everyone yeah. tries to be if it's not an original jackhammer you know they they put the split ring on there and i sometimes just feel like oh well that split ring kind of screws it up sometimes and blah blah blah. Yeah. um but man i tell you what this thing is thumps hard it does uh it might be because of the shape of the head too i don't know if you guys can see that on the youtube video but unique shaped head and it like points upward yep so maybe maybe that's what maybe yeah that's what i would i was thinking that i was like maybe it promotes like a, a harder thump because it's dragging the water a little bit more but i don't know what it does it i'm i'm excited i think it's going to catch a ton of fish and especially with the naked like the no skirt on it and the screw lock head yeah. it's going to uh i think it's going to be a great ad for this year i'm pretty excited about it yeah i like it i didn't catch any fish on it i threw it for a little while so it is what it is <clears throat> yeah also though ohio's been like super duper weird so it has been weird fishing man yeah i'm gonna say because i mean we we were in a winter storm morning this morning and it was 80 degrees last week so or 70 degrees last week so yeah yeah um, anyway th this swimmer though this freaking thing is awesome like it this one's really nice yeah what's cool about it is that that type of tail you can actually you know you can run that either whatever color you want up up like it's it's basically a dual color so if you want to rub like for mine i'll have the uh <clears throat> that bluegill and uh um the bluegill and orange so if i run run that orange up i can just flip it around because that tail kind of gives you the option to run it either way you want so yeah i believe this is josh's favorite bladed jig too it is it is chitwood never stops talking about it and i can kind of understand probably why he never does um I might actually look at getting a couple with a skirt on too, because it does, it thumps as hard, if not harder than anything else I've thrown. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. So um, next, I want to talk something that I think you're fairly excited about. Cause you said you wanted to throw it, which is the dock, the dock master huddle Jack. Yeah, that thing's so cool. Which is this, it's a little swim bait. Um, I'm going to say it comes in around four inches. It's got two trebles at the front and one treble right off the back end of the tail. Um, so you're not going to have to worry about short strikes. It is that perfect size. Let's see if I can do this with one hand. Perfect size. It fits pretty much in the palm of my hand as I just get hooked, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> and it, it, it swims fairly well. I mean, it, it works out great. I mean, you, you don't really have to try really hard for this bait to just go. Um, so I'm pumped for that too. I think that'll be like one of the perfect size, especially for people who are new to swim baits or don't want to like invest in real heavy gear for big swim baits you know like throwing a, a thief or something like that throw yeah. something like that that'd be awesome this thing is not a glide bait though you can't you no. can't get it to glide no it will not glide it is not a glide bait it's not designed to be a glide bait just a swimmer i think that's what zach told me it's just yep. the swimmer but the cool thing was i was messing with it a little bit because i threw it for a while um mm -hmm. this thing will be awesome wake bait like i was waking it oh my gosh it looks so good i wanted yeah, to get out there and bite it that's a, <laughs> that's the joy of these smaller especially the swimmers is if you speed it up a little bit it'll start to wake really nice like right under the surface um, yeah and the joy of swim baits or swim like actual swimming swim baits and not glide baits is it has a lot more versatility to where if you want to glot or you're wanting to make it like a you know just like you said a top runner you can make it a top runner easy you just throw it up there and then you uh just run it back a little bit faster and it'll it'll stay right underneath the surface but if you want it to sink if you count it down it'll sink down and you can swim back slow so it helps you pretty much year round so when they're hitting top water throw it faster when you get to the colder months Swim baits still get bit in December and January. Slow it down, make that presentation great down in the water column a little bit, and you'll get hammered. I, I was doing both with it. I was fishing it deep, slow, fast, just because. And I got it snagged. I did break a hook. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. But that was about the only thing I'd say. Like, they're not bad hooks at all. Like, don't take this as me saying they're bad hooks. But no matter what I'm buying, even mega bass lures, I all swap them out with owners. Yeah. Um, it's just how it goes. I don't. I think a lot of the manufacturers, VMC, makes a lot of 
great hooks that work a couple times, but they'll like to bend out or they'll like to break under certain pressure. You just get a good quality set of hooks and you'll never have to worry about it. Yep. Yeah, I never do that. I'm lazy. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, you'll end up doing it when you break a hook off or you'll just never use the bait again. And something like this will be where we'll see you get the split rings out and you buy a pack of trebles. I want to, I'm, I'm going to catch fish on this thing this year. I think that the paint job is freaking killer. Yeah. Which one did you, is you, did you get the large mouth on it too? Yep. Yep. And that, I mean, he's not wrong. That paint job looks fantastic. I mean, it's I right like the tail there. too. It's a big old tail. Yep. Big wide tail. It's going to disperse a lot of money. It's going to disperse a lot of water. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, <laughs> all right. What do you got next? Uh, the Gil Tech northern swim jig so i got like a black and silver yeah i got a black and uh, blue no i got black and green pumpkin oh okay i was about to say it looked like black and blue at first i was about to be jealous no i wish it was black and blue but this i mean black and green pumpkin's good too i mean i'm not gonna say no to that oh i just realized this swim jig has an eye on the side of it like a big old eye yep and the weed the weed guard is clear Yep, weed guard is clear, which you don't see that very often. What's awesome and that you don't see on a lot of jigs, period. Oh, screw um, lock. So mine's not a screw lock. I think. Mine I is, no, mine's a double barb. Unless you just got a screw lock, you might have, I guess. Um, so a lot of people probably haven't seen this style of hook where it's got that little bit more of a J-bend in it. Yeah. This is an owner hook. Oh, okay. And owner owner jig hooks are ridiculously strong, ridiculously rigid. When you set the hook on a fish with this, I promise it's never, ever going to come off. <laughs> like, if you get a good hook set, you're not going to have to worry about it coming yeah, off. Yeah, that is a cool-looking hook. It's, like, squared at the bottom. Yep, it's 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 fantastic. I love these hooks. Um, I'm huge fans of anything and everything owner because I am, again, a JDM fangirl. Uh, and they make fantastic products. So. And they already have the weed guard just like slightly past the tip of the hook for you. Yep. So you don't really have to cut it down. Um, there will be some people who will still probably want to cut it down. And that's okay. Yeah. But you do not have to if you do not want to. It's it's pretty Ooh. much there. Like I wouldn't think about cutting it down at all. They uh, wire tied it too. That's cool. I like that. Yep. It is a wire tie. I mean, this, I'm, I like this. Um, I'm a fan. Granted, this would not be the color I'd run on it, but... I've heard of Gil Tech. That is about, about the perfect size, too. Oh, dude, the naked swim or the magic shad on it. That's a good idea. Yep. That is about, and yours would actually probably match a little bit better because mine having that uh, that orange crawl. Oh, dude, to that looks cool. It's it's bluegill's the color, but it's a little bit too orange for bluegill, but it looks out pretty good. And actually, now that I'm looking at it, I really think that orange might give it enough pop to be a little bit different. Um, the swim jig head, hopefully you can see it. It has kind of that, what I like to call the, uh, uh, what's it called? The uh, 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 Dr. Seuss nose, where it snoops, <laughs> like right up the front, it swoops yeah. up. It's the who nose from the Grinch. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the, you'll see some, I like, I like swim jigs that do this instead of the big bulgers, like right in the front that are just big fat swim heads those aren't bad and i like those if i'm really knocking a swim jig off stuff but for free open water these tend to swim a little bit better and track a little truer um so yeah i'm i'm actually kind of excited for this i'm definitely going to be throwing it um it came in a, a i already lost the package but i want to say it's a three eighth uh mine's right here let me see Mine's a quarter ounce. <clears throat> mine's mine's mine. Well, maybe with this this Lake Magic Shad because these uh, surprisingly, if you have a finesse jig, yeah, it is a three. I'm looking at it now. It's a quarter ounce. Um, these are heavy, and these are heavy because they are loaded with garlic. They're loaded with salt, and it's a little bit heavier plastic. So this quarter ounce, and I'll tell you what, that owner hook is sharper than dirt. Um, yep, I was just messing with mine. This this goes from a quarter ounce to probably closer to. To probably, I would, I wouldn't say a full half, but fairly close, or not full half, three eighth, full like a three eighth, but fairly close to it. I mean, it's it added a little bit of weight, so you can really fish this in whatever type of water you want, unless you're going really, really deep. Yeah, um, and it's that perfect size, that quarter ounce. If you can get, that's why I'm starting to look at tungsten jigs for my heavy stuff, 
for the simple fact that the heads are a lot smaller. It's a lot smaller presentation. I think that'll yeah. be it. It's going to get hammered. So Yeah. This is the first time I actually like looked into detail into, the, into this thing since I got the box. So I like yeah, it. Yeah, I know you, you saw that motion. You just freaked out. So The blade of jig, <laughs> yeah. Yep. The only thing I will say about these uh, magic shads, I feel like they're a little bit too long. Um, I was thinking about that, cutting a little yep. bit off of it. I would just, I would cut it a little bit. Just a little bit, not a lot, just enough. But, but yeah. All right. Uh, you just did that. So let's go to, I'll do when in doubt, get the motion stick out. Motion stick fishing the stick bait. And I got it in the best color, black and blue. No, no, man. Dang it. I got green pumpkin. They smell weird too. You smell They them? do. They are packed with some scent, but. It's just your standard stick bait. Um, it's kind of hard to reinvent the wheel here, but it does have a pretty good, nice lazy bend in the middle. It has a good action on the, either side. I haven't thrown in the water yet, so I don't know sink rate, but I'll tell you it'll probably sink probably a little bit faster than a standard stick worm and probably a little bit slower than the Yamamoto. Yeah, I haven't thrown it yet either. So stick bait, there's not much else you can say about them. <laughs> there's really not. It's never, It's believe me, it's never a bad thing to have more. Um, cause you will end up always using them. I will say last year, I think I only threw a, a, a Texas rigged stick bait like four times the whole year. Um, that's yeah. crazy, dude. I've got just, dude, I've gotten away from it. Like if you're on a stick bait, I was like, you know what would actually work better here? A jig. And yeah. I just throw a jig. Like I haven't wacky rigged, wacky rig, uh, since we were at SV last year. Oh yeah. Wacky rig's fun. It is. I agree. I just haven't. It just don't really, um, I'm sure it does, but. I don't catch real big fish with a wacky rig, really. I mean, really, uh, I know. I mean, guys do. I've seen it. Guys, yeah, fish with it. That's great. I just haven't. And typically, when I'm on the river, I know a lot of guys catch wacky rig smallmouth on the river here. But I just, yeah, haven't had a whole lot of success success on it. So I just don't even throw it. My first twenty was on a wacky rig. Yep. Forgot about that. Well, I'll say, yeah, it doesn't catch big fish. Shut up. <laughs> Stupid. Is that all we got in this box? Yeah, that's that's it. We ran through it a little bit quick, but it was mostly, you know, you got two baits in for the oh. motion fishing and the swim jig. It was <laughs> and, pretty straightforward. Uh, cause... I'll, I'll throw this out here, too, real quick. Um, they threw a promo card in for Live Rough, Die Tough. It's a clothing company. Mm -hmm. 10% off at their website. So, And they give you a sticker. Yep. So it looks cool. Like I haven't looked at their website yet, but the sticker looks cool and it makes me believe that their clothing might look cool too. So, yeah, that's something I just had a conversation with for all you dark horse. Uh, I can't say anything. I want to say something, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say even anything. So I'm <laughs> not going to say anything, but I had a conversation with somebody. Let's just call him James. And uh, he was asking, he was like, hey, when you get a product or something from a company or you're, you're thinking about having someone on the show, do you ever look at their packaging? And I always say, yes, I'm of the generation. Always, and I so do. is Brad. We are the generation when Apple took over the world. And they set us up to where we will always critique everyone's packaging till we die. And yep. it's because Apple would make something. So Beats by Dre, for example. That was made by somebody completely different. It was made by Monster before Apple bought them. The old Beats looked like poo-poo when you got them out of the box. The, they worked great, but they looked bad. Yeah. And then this is the first generation that Apple made. The box is sleek. It's got its regular top-load design. I mean, it really goes into it. I mean, the, the emblems embossed. I mean, it goes into it to where it makes you feel like this is a top quality product. Like, I just spent 150 bucks on this, and it look, feels like 150 bucks. Like, it, it makes yeah. you go that way. Um, so he asked me, he's like, do you ever look at that? And I was like, yeah, I look at that all the time. Yeah. For the simple fact that if I feel like the product, especially if I'm spending a lot of money on something, if I feel like the product is packaged super high quality, I'm going to feel better about my purchase and just, how yeah. And it's like, like for example, jig masters, they have nice product or packaging for the product. Mm -hmm. yep. A bad example would be big bite baits or Rapala and like the plastic. 
Yeah, dude. They just it looks was, cheesy. Like, come like on. Like, this just looks cheesy. I mean, the cellophane on the back looks weird. Like, <laughs> and I mostly just use these. The only, this is, uh, do I have any other bits? Like, this is the old Big Bites Baits packaging. This is the Pro, which I, they try to make it look. But this is just like, like, it looks like it's still from in the 70s and 80s and 90s. This yeah. is great. This is not the standard anymore. This is how it is. And do do I really matter? Like, does it really bother me? No, because like Robo Worm, for example, is kind of the same thought process. Yeah. But they're known for it looking like this. It has all the information. It's clean. Everything's spread out nice. It just looks nice. Um. So yeah, I mean, definitely packaging matters and uh, maybe i'm a snob thinking that but it does no so, we, i mean we've talked about it on the show before like like i said jig masters that gill tech package was nice yep um yep i don't know it i mean it, it goes the extra mile when you feel like shimano takes shimano boxes any jdm company really um you can take a shimano box and put it next to a lose box and the lose box like just looks poo yeah the real boxes look awesome <laughs> yes they, they go the so extra cool. mile i mean they go the extra mile when they make like the vanford boxes a little bit different color than something else yeah um you know everything has its own color boxes the metaniums that i have have like the the graphic that's a little bit colorful and things like but with abu when they made the rocket that big you can't see it because my light's not strong enough but there's the abu rocket is a super red box and has different colors and it looks sick yeah now do i like that reel no but I have it, and I mostly—I mean, I—I I never even used that reel before I bought it, and I was like, "This box looks dope. Let's try it out." And uh, yeah, so sometimes you can get tricked by nice packaging. Yeah, so. that's true. That's true too. Make it yeah, so it, it's shut up. I'll fight you. <laughs> They've never made anything bad ever. Um, Vision One Ten is trash, dude. Shut your dirty whore mouth. I will. I will do things. To Jackal rearrange is better. Uh, it has its place. I like it. I've been throwing it. It's there. Okay, so let's not get in that because I still think the 110 is better, a better bait. But let's get into the main aspect of the show, which it's not really a product show. I'm going to count this as we did our product bit. Now me and Brad are just going to talk because we don't get a whole lot of shows when we just talk about our thoughts on stuff because there's other I'm shows. I'm going to guys try this episode. Yeah, he's going to try. Um <laughs> So I talked to him, we were trying to, you know, we've been rocking and rolling all year. We've already had a lot of great companies on and it's only March. And I was like, you know, let's, let's take a, a break from interviewing people and let's just talk about something that would be just a thought. And I was like, are electronics taking over the sport of kayak fishing and fishing in general? And Brad's like, yeah, let's do it. I think that'd be a great topic. So Brad, are electronics taking over the sport of kayak fishing and fishing in general? Yep. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Best show ever. No. Oh, I don't know, dude. So, like, I, I've had electronics. Uh, I I haven't had electronics. I'm not. I'm without electronics right now. Um, I don't think I need electronics to catch fish. I don't know if that sounds too arrogant or what, but I don't feel like I need it. I don't think it sounds arrogant at all. Um, I was, a, I've been a big electronics guy. Like I have a hummingbird 10 sitting in front of me that didn't even get put on last year. Um, I barely, I didn't use one at all last year. I think I used it one trip. We went out, I took the hummingbird and then I got my P127 and just used it so much. Never took the time to put anything on it. And I caught, I mean, a lot of fish last year without it. Um, so I would say, is it taking over the tournament side of it? 100% yes. And not just electronics. The big thing I want to talk about is LiveScope. From all the companies, they all make one now. They're all decent. I, I personally think it's changing the way that fishing's going. Um, before the show, we had Brian, who is the Paddle and Finn Big Daddy OG <laughs> creator, owner, keep us in liner um and he was at Redcrest this last weekend and he was uh there was something going on where a guy was using live scope and somebody said he sat there for 15 minutes after he saw the fish kept trying to catch it kept trying to catch it and then he finally caught it and he was like well see that's why it's cheating because if he didn't have live scope he wouldn't know that fish was there and he would have moved on yeah 
do i think that no i don't think it's cheating it's it's that's how that's life i mean i don't think it's cheating either i mean no i don't know it may it makes it easier it makes it easier and the big reason there's two there's two camps that don't like live scope okay there's the camp that can't afford it just i'll be brutally honest there's the camp that cannot afford live scope so they don't think well if not everyone in the field can get it no one should have it that's dumb even playing baseball i mean i got i would save money and buy a better bat and then tps umpires umpires would have to check my bat because the coach on the other side is like, well, that's that bat. He's not allowed to use that bat in this league. And guess what I was, it was just a really expensive bat. Yeah. Um, it's the same concept. So that's one camp. Now, do I think a lot of people are that? No, the other camp are guys who think it's too easy and think it's breaking the traditional values of fishing and tournament fishing. But you had these same camps when electronics became a thing in the beginning, when people were putting three fish finders on their boat, and using it to find structure and things like that in the middle of the lake. So I I think you'll always have those people. Do I think you need it to be successful? No, I had it. I had panoptics on my kayak. I had it for what, six months and I sold it. And it's because I kept getting stuck on a fish. I'd see a fish and I just keep throwing something at it. Like one time I watched a fish, I watched my lure come out of the water calm, which is super cool. Hit the fish in the head like six times and the fish didn't even move didn't do anything and brad is like a mile up the river away from me because i've just been sitting here stuck on this fish for an hour um (laughs) so like for me no because i get too hyper fixated on it but i think it's something people need to get over personally i'm I'm not of the camp like if i wanted it i could afford it but i'm not of the other camp either where you said like the traditionalist like, cause it's nice to have electronics. I, like I want to know the depth and all that stuff. So I can mentally count down in my head how deep my bait is and stuff like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like most guys that have electronics, they don't use them as they're intended. Me included. I mean, I don't use them like they should be used. I don't use them to their full potential, but people like to get these things for the cool factor more than anything i think it, may, I, it I makes you look cool i agree no i 100 percent agree that's why you're starting to see kayaks like even a year ago you'd see a kayak with maybe a nine inch screen like the garmin 93 is like one of the most popular screens on the market and they'd have nine inch screens i mean i have a 10 inch screen i'd put that that looks like a tv on my boat on my kayak but one screen's fine, but now you're seeing guys on the circuit, they have two screens. There's a couple guys out there in Hobies and big like big water uh, PDLs from Old Town that have three screens, <laughs> one just for live scope, one for mapping, and one for side imaging or down down imaging. I mean, in all honesty, how, this is how I look at it, man. You're in a kayak. No matter what motor you put on it, you're going four miles an hour. Yeah. I'm fine with like mapping, but you're not looking at the map to like follow a line. You're not, not in kayak fishing. You're not, you're not doing that. And like the yeah. Hobies and the, and the bass, you're, you're not, you're not going to follow, have your motor at the front, you know, your XI3 GPS hooked up to your Lowrance and it's following or your Minn Kota hooked up to a hummingbird and it's following the uh, contour line on the map. I mean, if you do that, you're missing on opportunities fishing because you're not in a boat. So you don't have the ability to kind of, work a whole angle of a line you're fishing here here maybe here occasionally but you know it's you're you're right it's the it's the cool factors like oh i have three three fish finders on my boat and i've got an xi3 on the front and don't get me wrong these guys are using them like it's the cool factor and then they use them and they're using the wind so that's great but i I, it's a little overkill at that point i mean I, i don't know to me it's like if you're putting but three fish finders plus a motor plus a lithium ion 12 volt battery you're looking at i mean you could buy a you could be really you'd have a really good down payment on a boat oh yeah like a aluminum aluminum bass tracker or something like that man. all day long like a twenty thousand dollars seventeen thousand dollar boat you'd have a great down payment well even cheap you can find them cheaper than that too well i'm talking about brand new like you go to bass oh. you can go to bass pro shops because you're looking at your fish finders or grand a pop and then you're you're so that's three grand if you have three uh, trolling motors, 1200 bucks. 
So there's 4,200. 12 volt lithium ion battery, unless you're sponsored, is a grand. There's 40. It depends on what kayak you have, too. Depends on kayak. If you got a Hobie, there's almost 10 grand. That's <laughs> half the cost of a brand new tracker. And so I know people probably think I'm crazy, but kayak fishing on lakes, I'd rather be on a boat on a lake. There's certain aspects, like when we go to Dale Hollow, for example. If I drop out or something weird happens, my computer is deciding to update out oh, okay. like right this second. Um, like Dale Hollow, a lot of that lake would be awesome in a boat. Like we found out it last awesome year when we, were, when we were getting smashed all over the place by MLF guys. Um, but there are certain aspects of that lake to where it's nice to have a kayak because you can really get back in a channel and really go up and find some fish. So I think that's like, that's if you're in a big round lake, then yeah, a boat for sure. There's no yeah. point. Um, but I mean, there's guys, I love being on a lake in my kayak. I still like it. I enjoy it. Um, but if I'm just going out to go out for an hour, yeah, obviously I want a boat because I can, I can yeah. go to where I want to go and it's not going to yeah. take me an hour to get anywhere. Yeah. So. The, uh, you haven't, well, you, you've experienced Dale hollow to its full potential that one year on the Obey river, but like sulfur Creek area, you, you haven't, experience the full potential of like way back in the coves on that place it is incredible like i remember one year me and ali's cousin we were we, we had the bass tracker out there and we're bumping into trees like it was three feet of water you're bumping into like these skinny trees that mm-hmm. are probably six feet apart everywhere as far as you as far as you can see and i'm like it's kind of hard to get kind of hard to get back in here It'd be nice to have a kayak See, that's when, like, in aspects like that, those type of lakes and or lake chains and river chains is when having a kayak is perfect. Yeah. But, like, for in, example, on Okeechobee, I know that's stupid. Get a boat. Yeah. Just yeah. get a boat. It's like there's guys who do it, and I'm going to Florida again this year. I already told Stacy because she got a new car, so we're taking that down, not my truck, because it actually finally – she had her 2016 Explorer got worse gas miles than my truck did. Now the new 2020 Explorer gets better gas mileage. So we're taking that. And I already told her, I was like, I already ordered bars. I'm going to put my RVR, my P127 on top of the car. And we're going to drive to Florida. And it's coming with me. And while you're at Disney with mom or something, I'm gone. I don't go fishing. It just is what it is. And, uh, but like the only reason, if I live down there, I'm not taking a kayak on Okeechobee. Just yeah. Not. I've been on Okeechobee in a boat. I would hate to be on it in a kayak. It's too big. It's not deep. It's just, and there's crap in there that kill you. So, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, Dale Hollow, uh, there's, uh, what's, uh, what's, uh, not Chickamauga, but, uh, Chick wouldn't be bad for a kayak. Um, they've had tournaments on Chick. Oh, like, for sure. No, they, yeah, they have. But then here's where kayaks and I think electronics really come because we're come completely off what we actually wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sick, so I'm sorry. <coughs> oh, Lord God. Um, where kayaks really ex- like take stand with electronics is when you have tournaments like the Susky, for example. Yeah. That is a big river or the, uh, you know, any of those bigger river changes, the New River. It's huge. It's wide. It's got tons of deep pockets that's when i can see having electronics to really benefit you especially panoptics because you can hit an eddy a bigger one with panoptics or live scope for everyone who doesn't want to buy garmin see there's a fish or no fish there oh they're not holding here and just keep going how much time that would save you on a kayak yeah so i've never really been like i don't have a desire to get live scope or anything i just i don't know i just don't see the point um there's one time where i thought it would be handy and that's when we're winter fishing. Like we're spending all this time, three hours plus in one hole on the river, trying to catch smallmouth. We don't know if they're there at the moment. I'm, I'm like, one of us needs to bring it or something, and you know, shine it there. Oh, they're not here. Let's go somewhere else. All right. Yeah, I, and I, I'm actually probably two days away from going to get it, um, because I gotta, I gotta, I got the hookup. So. I'm probably going to be that guy because I'm getting it back, but it, it'll probably be on the boat because it's going on the P127. And then in the winter, it's going on the RVR. It'll be on the boat. 
I probably, if I use it, will be, I'll be, if I want to, if I think an area looks good, especially on a lake like a Dale Hollow, if we're at a rock, rock wall, before I start just slowly creeping that rock wall, I'm going to go out 20 feet, get Pano, sing it back and forth, see what's there. If I see there's fish in different water columns, I'll pedal my way back. And then I'll start pedaling up and I'll just start fishing them. Yeah. Um, I think it'll save us time, but here's the negative with that. And the only reason I hate doing that, it kind of takes some of the surprising, the fun aspect of fishing out of it. Yeah. I was going to really does because like, for instance, last year at Dale hollow, you and me and Justin and Cam, when he didn't flip his boat over stupid, (laughs) we're all pretty much 20, 20 feet away from each other, going up a rock wall and fishing different baits all the way up there. Justin was catching fish. You were catching fish. I was catching fish. Cam would have catch catch fish, and we'd be going up there. If we had panoptics, like, oh, there's a fish there. I'm going to catch right there, and then you don't see anything for 20 feet, and then you keep going. But with this, it was like, oh, I just saw Justin catch a fish up there, and then Brad didn't catch anything, but I just caught a fish, and he was just here. Like, that's all. That's so cool. Like, it takes some of the fun out of it. Like, that one day when I was struggling, I went up on that. I pulled my motor up and butt scooted my way across the sandbar to get in this little pocket back there. And I caught six fish, six largemouth on a jackhammer in 15 minutes. Hadn't yet caught a fish in what three hours. Yeah. You guys were catching fish. I didn't catch anything. I was like, this sucks. I'm just going to drown myself in Dale Hollow and call it a day. <laughs> and uh, I started catching fish. But if I had Pano on, like I would have seen they were there and I would have got cool. I'm catching fish. That's awesome. But it would take in some of the. What's the word? Um, Element of surprise. Well, yeah, the surprise out of it, but like the gratification that I saw this hole. I think there's going to be fish in it. I went there. I got, I like, I pulled my motor on pride. It will take the pride out of it because I did all that work to get there. If I had panoptics, I could have just gone in there, zinged back and forth, saw their fish in there, posted up and started catching fish. Or I could have zinged back and forth and seen nothing where I was looking at and left and not caught anything. You know what I mean? So I think it's, uh, it takes some of the pride factor out of it. It's funny. You mentioned the surprise factor too, because don't get me wrong. Like sight fishing is cool, but I hate it because it takes away the surprise. Like, so it's weird. Like if the river's like really clear or something, I'll look away while I'm reeling because I because I want to be surprised by the initial hit. Uh dude, I tell you, so I'm I've been like that. I was like that last year for like the one week we had clear water and then it was poo-poo water the rest of the year. But the one week we had it, I was throwing a jig. And I remember I was sitting there, I cast it out and I bounced it one time and I saw a whoop, and it stopped and I could see the fish and I stood up and I could see the fish looking at it and I just popped it and it just wham and smoked it. Dude, that was sick. I love sight fishing, um, but I understand where you're coming from. Like being surprised by the hit. Yeah. That's kind of how it was at, uh, where we went two weeks ago, I was throwing that rattles trap out and I was reeling and reeling and reeling and reeling and then bam, just hit it. And I was like, Oh, and I set the hook and, uh, it was cool, but I like sight fishing. Let's, I'm not going to talk crap about sight fishing. It's too good. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just weird. I don't know. You're not weird. You just like that surprise factor. And there's nothing wrong with that, like at all. Um, I know a lot of guys who don't like to sight fish because they feel like it's cheating. Um, Man, I, don't think I it's mean, cheating. we we saw a group last year where somebody we know, which he listens to the show. So when I say this, I 100% agree with you, friend, about the video you made. And I thought it was a good video. So don't message me on instagram again asking if i'm talking about you in a negative light because i wasn't the last time and i'm not now but (laughs) he made a video about sight fishing on the river and a bunch of guys were like yeah i can't believe yeah just keep sight fishing them keep yeah just just make them not want to spawn blah 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 and i was like man that's so stupid like they're still gonna spawn like do you know how much how much stress you have to put that fish under on a single catch for it not to spawn the rest of the season you have to kill the fish yeah. Like if you catch a big old fat oh, he was, female during spawn. Yeah, he was sight fishing spawn, which happens across the country. And guess what? Bass numbers in the US are going up. So your logic is dumb. Um he was ca- I mean, he was spawn he was sight fishing during spawn on beds. I see nothing wrong with that. And a lot of guys were like, Yeah, no, that's just cheap fishing. You're not even trying to find them or anything. Well, yeah, he did he is trying to find them because we all know they're spawning right now. 
Yeah. Or they're saying, yeah, take three weeks off and don't fish and let them spawn in peace. No. I've never even That's... seen a smallmouth bed on the river. Uh, in our river, I've seen them. I've never seen them occupied. <laughs> yeah. Which takes me off. I don't um, think I've ever seen one. You've se- I, I can guarantee him, guarantee you that you've seen them. You just uh, probably not been paying attention, like to what it actually is. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe whatever. I'm I'm <laughs> like the world's dumbest fisherman, dude. I just you know fish. Well, that's that's what's so beautiful about it is because you just like <laughs> there's probably a fish there. Let's just throw it there, or you you'll I watched him throw a Ned rig in just the middle of the lake or the river and just catch a fish. It's like, why do you throw there? He's like, I don't know. I saw a big rock back there. So I thought maybe there'd be a big rock over there. It's like, okay. Dude, fish in the middle of the river is so underrated. People don't do it very often. Yeah, because there's like a nine out of 10 chance. There's nothing there. <laughs> but like, it, it just depends like what, what the bottom uh, structure is. <clears throat> I don't disagree with you. And that's where we can come back to the original point is where I think electronics can be a good thing. If you're not getting sucked into them and you're using them, I think finding like using electronics to find structure is this is what I use electronics for. You ready? I find structure depth and water temp Yeah, and water temp. I really don't care about anymore. I, mean, I used to really care about it. Yeah. I don't care about it. I just don't. I've caught, I've caught, uh, structure clean fish in 45 degree water and i've cut jerk bait fish in 73 degree water like it doesn't like i don't care i used to care i just don't care anymore um but depth and structure because if you're in the middle of the river or the lake and you see a big old fat boulder or like on one stretch of our part of our river which i'm not going to say because it always holds fish every time i go there and it's usually a 17 or bigger there's a uh grocery cart sitting there next to four <laughs> tires and i used panoptics when i had it and i zanged over there it's like oh look grocery cart and i threw out an ed rig and lo and behold 17 inch fish went out the next time just remember where it was at threw out there lo and behold 17 half inch fish did it the next time lo and behold with a jig 18 and a half inch fish so i'm about it with that because it, it helped me catch essentially yeah. 17 17 and a half and 18 and a half on three times i went to that same spot weeks apart from each other I don't even know what spot you're talking about. You I'll have tell to tell me after. after the show, but that's yeah, cool, though. I'll tell you after. Um, I, but you 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 hit it. Uh, structure. I forgot to add structure to when I'm using fish finders. When it, if I'm like on a lake or something, and I see grass, I stop immediately. Oh yeah, I know. You're no matter how deep it is, I love fishing grass. <clears throat> yeah, you are a grass fanatic, which. I mean, I like grass, don't get me wrong, but then at the same time, it ticks me off. It just find does. Find the grass, find the bass. That <laughs> also works in a different uh, motto. If you've got the grass, you can get some bass. Bass. I don't <laughs> say bass instead. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like you can obviously there's a lot of times you can use just your eyes to find structure all day long but there are sometimes like in uh what's cowan no cj brown cj brown's a decent i mean not huge lake but not like small either it deep. sucks to be it's deep and it sucks to be on a kayak because everything's so far apart from each other it's a big bowl it is it, it is just a big bowl that's all it is but yeah. in the middle of that bowl like here's the Everyone on YouTube, imagine a lake with me. Here's the boat ramp. Drop in. And then you point your boat this way. And you go that way. Before you hit this little point, there's a point and then a a secondary point and then a big old long bank. There's about 150 feet. No, maybe yards. No, 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 no. 100 to 200 yards. And it is a trench. That's right there. The trench is at like, I think, what was it at? Like 22 foot. And then the ridges are at like 15 foot. So you've got like an eight foot deep trench and guys go out there and they use pan optics and live scope and crappie fish the crap out of it because they're structured down in that trench. If you didn't have electronics, you would not see it. You'd have no idea it was there because that lake looks like chocolate soup most of the day. It's it's not clear. You know, there's uh, two gravel pits, sunken gravel pits in that place. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 
which you would never be able to find that unless you had, well, if you're looking at the fishing map, but if you had electronics, you wouldn't be able to find it without it. Yeah. And I mean, obviously you can always look like Navionics is great on your phone now. Like I can pull it up on my phone and not have to have a fish finder with me for it. But a lot of guys, when you, when you get out on the boat, I know a lot of guys, even if they're, you know, been fishing forever, like when I do it, I promise when me and Brad get on the river next, I can have 14 screens on my boat and I'm not going to care. I'm just going to start fishing just because I want to fish. Like I'm, I'm excited to be out there. I don't care about everything else. Yeah. So, I mean, guys aren't going to look at the fishing maps because you can find structure on there too, but a lot of lakes that are local to you guys, they they do it to us here every Christmas in January, oh, yeah. they take all the Christmas trees and they drop them down. So if you like crappie, if you like, I mean, if you like to catch largemouth, they hold on that structure too, or they eat the crappie that are holding on that structure. Fish finders can show you those, that new structure that's been added. Yeah. My, my dad's actually, I went fishing with my dad on CJ and he actually showed me a few spots where there's Christmas trees. They dropped there and you can see them on the fish finder. We caught yep. crappie around them. So that's cool. Yep. They, they hold there. And then a uh, little fact is they'll have those Christmas trees of crappie and like 10 or 15 feet off those. You'll usually see bigger arches and those are largies sitting there or big freaking catfish. We found that or out. big catfish or musky. <laughs> Cause there's musky in there too. Walleye too. There. And walleye. There's and a, sit there. there's also a spot, uh, on that lake where somebody was telling me they could walk out. It's like a point. It's like waist deep. They could walk out like 50 yards or something until it drops yeah. off. It used to be remember. a ramp that went down into the gravel pit. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. It's that, that's that point I talked about. You can walk all the way on that point. Cause it's only three and a half, four foot deep all the yeah. way out there. Cause you have to take, we had to take, my buddy has a big fishing ski. And he's like, I can draft over it, but there's some rocks there that I hit my motor on last time. So I'm just going to go big wide berth around it. So. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. There's uh, yeah, so there's two sunken boats there too. Well, I mean, if you really, if you really want to use like a fish finder and panoptics to just learn about stuff and not fish, if you're in Ohio, go to Caesars Creek, get out there with your panoptics and you will find a town. Oh, there's yeah. a church down there. There's old buildings and you can see them about. 80 foot to 100 foot down isn't that by the dam yep well there's some by the dam they're scattered there's little there's like single off houses back in the coves and stuff oh okay yeah i've never really like i've never been around that lake very often to explore it so i've fished it a few times but uh i haven't fished it in like 10 years i have no one of years ago i mean i don't want to i mean i think it'd be cool but i don't want to put a kayak on it because it's one of those lakes that Where Dale Hollow, you can put in at Sulphur Creek, you can put in at uh, Star Point, you can put in at uh, East Marina, put in at all those places, and it all is like not main lake; it's all back channels and everything. Star Point's main lake, but you can you're not on the main lake very long before you get to another channel. You want to fish? It has all the creek arms and all that stuff. Caesar's Creek is just bold. wide open. It's just wide open, man. So it it's a really to, like, long, wide open lake. There are some creek arms, but they're not anywhere close to where like we would put in, and it would take us three hours to get to them. So yeah, it, it's weird. The creek arms are like big rounded like bays too. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. it's, it's odd. There's fish in there. I mean, I've caught fish back in there. That's where but, I, I caught a muskie in one one time. Yep, it's just a pain in the butt to get to. Yeah. Um, in a kayak, so that's like a lake I don't care to put my kayak on at all. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. But I definitely think electronics are taking over the world when it comes to fishing. I think it's the future. Panoptics is the future. It's coming down in price, which always tells you more people are using it. The second something expensive gets cheaper, more people are spending more to buy it. So it's getting cheaper to get. Um, which side imaging, it's still around the same price it was when I first bought it. Yeah. So yeah, which, I don't know, man. Well, you got to think, so it's around the same price that you, when you first bought it for the larger screens, but you can get side imaging for as cheap as 600 bucks now. Yeah, uh, it depends on what, I think you can get a Helix 5 for 300 or something. Yeah, that. Just, so the Helix, probably. Hummingbird does really well, and they kind of, I think they've, they've got the market figured out, because some guys, I don't use down imaging, just don't. I, I do river, sometimes, yeah. It's very rare. If I'm, the only reason I'm using down imaging is because I don't have side. It's good for finding uh, structure. Yeah, it is. Like or deep structure. Deep structure, yes. Or I can just use side imaging 
and I'll just yeah. go to the right or left of it and I'll see it. So, but hummingbirds got really good to where some guys don't like using side imaging because they're in like for side imaging to truly work, you need to be going. I think what is it? It's three and a half miles an hour minimum. And what you really oh. want is like four miles an hour. Like it'll work lower, but it'll come a little choppy at times. Four mile an hour trolling is where side imaging is just perfect. It comes in smooth and everything. I was going to so mention that earlier because I, I don't like I, I, I've had side imaging. I didn't really use it as much just because in a kayak, like, I don't know. You got to be constantly moving to get a clear picture. Correct. So this is how I look at side imaging. Side imaging is great for your tournament anglers who are using it to practice before the tournament. Yeah. Because they'll go out there for a day, like for your Bassmaster guys, uh, they'll go out there, or even the kayak guys now, they'll go out there for one whole day, the week ahead of a tournament. They'll go out there for a whole day. They will not fish. They'll put side imaging on, especially the boat guys. They'll put their trolling motor down, and they will follow a contour all the way up in the middle of the lake, shooting on both sides. And they'll do that for like half the lake. That sounds so boring, dude. I they'll make their it. own maps. That that's just what they do. And then, they, but then they'll mark all the structure. And then the next day, they will go pick off. They'll go structure to structure to structure. See what's holding fish, what's not holding fish. Are there big fish here? Are there small fish here? Yeah. And then tournament day, they come in with a forty pound bag because they did all the work beforehand. Yeah. Which, you know, Drew Drew Gregory for everyone out there, he actually is doing a webinar thing, which kind of tells you how to tournament fish, which I think is awesome to do. And he's the guy to definitely tell you how to do it because that dude's a, a maestro when it comes to tournament fishing <laughs> out of a kayak. Yeah. I but, saw he was doing that. That's a cool idea. Oh, definitely cool. But I think side is great for that. But Hummingbird really nailed, na- nailed it down because they're fives and sevens and nines. You can get them side imaging only, down imaging only, down imaging or side imaging or la 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 down and side and all three of those they come in those versions so if a guy doesn't want side imaging they pay a hundred dollars left and get the less and get the down imaging or if they don't want down imaging they pay the same price to get side imaging yeah i need to get a uh, fish finder i just don't know which one i want to go after and what kind of features i want i kind of want to just keep it simple because i use traditional a lot sonar yeah i think the best thing and i've said this before i think you would love the garmin g43 because it has down imaging sonar and it's the little four inch screen yeah i just room. don't i don't want a four inch screen i want a little bigger i mean you should just go back to a 73 sv and call it a day yeah it's just you i never was looking at price another one the other day they're like 600 bucks still well the spring sale is about to happen bass pro i know that's why i was gonna go back and check it out i don't know yep. we'll see Either you go that or Lawrence always runs great deals because they're the little little brother of the group now. So I was looking at the uh, the hook reveal seven X uh, triple shot. It's, it's a decent price. I think it's like four hundred bucks. It's not bad. Are you? Uh, we'll talk after. I think I have a, a good thing for you that's cheap. Okay. Since you you don't care for side imaging, so. Um, but yeah, this has mostly just been us talking off the top of our head about electronics and how we fish and stuff. Uh, do you got anything else? Uh, no. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit more laid back episode, guys. Uh, I promise we'll start ramping it back up. We get, we hopefully have some really cool guests coming in the next couple months. And then... Been talking to uh, Brandon from uh, Kite Cushion. He wants to come back on, so I think yep, we might have him day. on in the next couple weeks. I'm going to wear my DB hat for that one. Um, everyone will know what the DB hat is once I wear it. Uh, <laughs> you need to grow out a mullet and wear it with that hat. No, my wife would divorce me. I can't do that. <laughs> She's already mad. I shaved my beard and just had the mustache. She's ticked off. Um, what I will say, don't hold us to it because mostly Brad doesn't know about this. So if it doesn't happen, I'll be honest. I don't care if it doesn't happen. I'm just telling you, I'm thinking this is an idea. I think it'd be cool. We're going to try to do a day hollow, either a live down there and uh knock that cool. out i think that'd be cool because you guys can come on ask questions about what's going on down there because we'll be there a couple days before um getting fishing done and we'll do it like thir- well I'm, I, I bet brian will do it thursday night like a big yeah brian, yeah so it'll probably be that type of thing to where you can come on ask questions we'll be on there brian uh the og show will be on there uh jimmy jimmy will be on there i'm i'm sure he might not be all there but he'll be on there jimmy. 
<laughs> um, <coughs> but yeah, it'll be fun. So the years, the year still, I mean, it's, it's flying by. We're already in March. It's crazy. Yeah. We're going to be doing iCast again here shortly. And oh yeah, I'm just excited to the river be warming up again. Yeah. Uh, we were really excited about fishing the river this week and, um, until it snowed today and it's got to rain like now it's gone up to half an inch on friday so uh, river's gonna be blown out again but oh, it is Lord. what it is yeah it's great but that's all for tonight uh i don't have anything else brad doesn't have anything else thanks for sticking on and just listening to us ramble it's been fun it's been real it's fun but it hasn't been real fun 